0: Welcome to Matrescence Awakening with Kieran Lee. It is so nice to have you here. I am your host, Kieran. I'm a Matrescent's mentor and energy coach. And we are up to session five with Mary. So, this season is all about tuning into actual coaching conversations with one of my incredible clients. So, please go back and start from the Get to Know Mary episode, episode 48. If you've just randomly clicked into this one, I really recommend following the full journey so you can get more of an insight into my coaching style, and why I move through sessions in the way that I do. So if you listened into session four, you'll know that we touched on this relationship with Mary's energy of receivable and what that meant for her. Now, in between session four and session five, we chatted a lot about what this meant for Mary and what she was experiencing around it. So there was a lot of talk of that shrinking feeling coming through. She spoke about wanting to run and shut off at the thought of exploring this receiver more and feeling confidence to receive in this way. And there was a lot of fidgetiness around this and this feeling of being embarrassed at the thought of being seen. So the exploration of what we had in session four really continued through into session five into a deeper exploration and integration into starting to change these beliefs. Now, this is really coming up for Mary around the launch of her book, The Mum Who Found Her Sparkle. This is something that she has co-authored and we've spoken little bits about it throughout our time together. But I think it's important to point out that this discomfort and this resistance that she feels to receive all might be presenting because of her book. However, it is something that was already there and it is just the book that is highlighting this. It is interconnected to every part of her life. And if we struggle to receive in one way, we struggle to receive in all ways. And so I point that out because what I see in my work is that so many mothers struggle to receive. And so I invite you to consider what is my relationship with that and how does that show up in different areas and aspects of my life? So Mary come into this session five still with a lot of big emotion and she asked to have... Five minutes again, without the recording happening, just so she could brain dump everything that was creating bigness in her mind. So we did that and you'll hear the recording pick up where we just start talking after that point. What she brain dumped in that five minutes isn't actually important for the flow of this coaching session. You'll hear us talk through and tease out exactly what this thread is underneath all of the varying bigness that Mary felt coming into this session. I would love to hear your thoughts on this session and the series as a whole. Come and chat to me on my Instagram. You'll see the link to reach me in the show notes. And if you are looking to explore the opportunity of being coached by me, I would love to connect with you. In the show notes, you will find a link to a free 30-minute connection call where we can just chat about what that might look like and explore that a little bit further. And as always, the best way that you can support this podcast is by hitting the follow button on whichever podcast app you are listening to. It is such a small and simple way to help this podcast reach the ears of more mummers. Thank you for being here. Enjoy the session. you have just shared a lot of really big stuff, a lot of big energy flying around, a lot of good stuff, but it feels big. So when you think about big energy, like you said, there is that big energy here in that space. What does big energy mean to you? What is, what are you feeling with all of these things? It's, yeah, it's like a
1: jittery, like a ants in my pants type thing, mm-hmm. can't sit still type of energy. Like mixed with some nerves, which is interesting, and I'm not sure how to channel it. <laughs> like you just don't know what to do with it. Correct. Trying to process it or trying to wrap my head around a few things. So the energy is feeling, yeah,
0: big, like bigger than me. Mm. Life is going to change a lot with these things starting to come to fruition. I mean you've got sparkle, you've got <laughs> potential days looking different next year change within the family unit with the financial stuff all huge stuff what's interesting because
1: there's a big part of me that's like I've kind of made this happen there's so many things looking back even 6 months ago that I was just trying to shift intentionally like not forcefully just sort of like in an intentional way and not and not in a rushed way and now it's sort of like coming into fruition and
0: I'm like okay now what? Tell me about the thought of the concept of you being a creator and bringing these things into reality. Yeah, I have mixed feelings, like it's exciting
1: mm-hmm. and fun and feels playful, especially the littler things that I notice. I'm just like, oh, that's so fascinating. It was nice to receive. But then the bigger things that I guess I know are coming feel very unknown, I guess. And I've been looking at teaching a lot and I've been really reminiscing about my time in the classroom and I'm trying to work out if that's because I'm trying to shift back into something where I'm super comfortable or if I genuinely, I mean, I know I have a love for teaching, but is it because I'm trying to block myself from actually excelling in other things that I know I'm also capable of? I'm going to ask you that question.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure you will. (laughs) Do you feel like you were blocking the acceleration of the change?
1: Yeah, there's potential for that. And I'm sort of, yeah, flip back and forth. So yes, you did mention Sparkle. So this book is very much near the end now. And I know why I've co-authored this book. I believe, 1,000% in its vision and what it means. But I get stuck on not the selling but the really putting myself right out there part of it. I think I've explained to you before in Voxer, I love when things just organically make sense. People come into your orbit. You're not like trying to force anything on them. It's just a natural alignment and that feels really easy. But with the book, you know, obviously if I want it to make the impact that I know it's possible to make then I, I will have to put myself out there more and like I'm talking to you and you can see me starting to fiddle with my hands and I'm doing things and like I think now seeing as though you know we're further along in our journey I'm starting to be really mindful of what is happening in my body as I'm talking I can see what I'm doing my like I, I know what I'm doing Yeah, And yeah, I'm just getting that urge to curl up a little that we've talked about before.
0: I love hearing that Mary is starting to become a lot more mindful of what's happening in her body because the experience in the body gives us a lot of information and insight into how you're showing up in the world. Now, for Mary and in this scenario, she's been playing around with this shrinking feeling for a little while now. And so yes, this gives us information that there's still something there for us to unpack. And in some scenarios, we might be able to just dive straight into the body and really dig around and see what else is this shrinking feeling bringing. However, because we have been playing around in this space with Mary for a little while, I wanted to see if there was another access point or another through line that we could explore around this feeling instead of just going straight into the body. Because I suspected if we did that, mary would be really playing in her mind and just trying to grasp at things feeling frustrated that she hadn't yet landed on what exactly this shrinking feeling was trying to convey we don't want to be spinning our wheels and spiraling in the same stories so if we've been trying to understand it and the body is still having that same experience then we just get a little bit more curious open up the parameters of what we're looking at and see what else we can find by exploring different angles and different access points. And that did come up in a few of the boxes, this this shrinking feeling. Mm -hmm. I think we touched on it maybe in the last call, but I know that shrinking has really been something that's been present for the last couple of weeks and you also did talk about feeling fidgety, which I can see is what you're doing with your hands. I would be really curious to open up a bit more of a conversation around the unknown because there is a lot of unknown here for you and in everything that you've already shared through Sparkle and everything else. And as someone, Mary, who likes to know what's going on and have that that control piece there is a lot of unknown coming up for you. And so without nailing it down or narrowing it down into one particular thing that is happening, when you think about just the unknown in the bigger, broader sense, what comes up for you?
1: Yeah, like I immediately don't like it. What don't you like about it? Well, it's got to be linked to a control piece, doesn't it? Does it? Well, I guess to me it does, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's interesting. What's interesting? I never hate the unknown you know, I traveled and I just worked overseas and did things in my younger years. That was all very unknown. And that felt good then, I guess. But this unknown is like a, it's something more like individual. It's like I'm meeting myself somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I think that feels really shaky for
0: me. When I think about travel, I think about there's 10,000 travel blogs, you know, where you're going. There's groups you can go to, there's always people around you. So although there is an element of unknown to it because you don't know exactly how your little pieces are going to unfold, there is still a lot of evidence that there's a particular experience that you're going to have when you go travelling. I really like what you said about it's like I'm meeting myself somewhere. You've never been here before. This is completely uncharted territory. Yeah, I think it's that piece that scares me a little bit. Not because I'm scared of what I'll find
1: necessarily, but like it's just so much stripping back of stuff. You know, I thought I knew who I was and mm. I I really didn't have any idea. And now that it's all sort of starting to make more sense, I'm caught between these two worlds of where I'm comfortable and what makes most sense for me
0: yeah.
1: and where I can actually project myself to. I just feel like I'm in this in-between. And that's why I was questioning with the teaching. I'm like, am I enjoying thinking about that because it's a comfort to go back? Mm -hmm. It would require effort in its own ways, but not much. I would just slip back in. It's just like it's second nature. It's like riding a bike, you know.
0: And it's so common when we are at that kind of precipice of change and the work that you have been doing over the last couple of months has been big for your mind, your body, your, your soul, your ego, all of it. And so it's no surprise to me right now that there are these thoughts of, I could just go back to something that feels so second nature, that feels so comfortable. I'm curious for you to explore the idea of, if I did go back to teaching, what would my life look like in the next 12 months? Do you think that you would be fulfilled? Do you think you would be wondering why you didn't keep pushing in this new direction. What is your heart? What is your truth around this idea that potentially teaching might be calling me? I
1: think any teacher would tell you that it doesn't matter how long you stop teaching for. You never really like stop being a teacher necessarily. I dropped off my goddaughter at school the other morning and I was just in this sea of kids in a playground and I felt totally at home it was almost like I wanted Mm. to start talking to the kids but I can't be that weird person because they have no idea (laughs) and that's creepy but it's just like this innate sort of thing you can just start talking to the kids or you just it it makes sense for me and ultimately I know that the work that teachers do is really really important but then I'm linking it to Sparkle and and what I could achieve there and there's still teaching there Mm. like that still always pops up but it's in a it's just a different context. And I guess maybe, okay, maybe this is what I struggle with too. I didn't have to sell myself when I was a teacher. That's not what the job is about. The core of teaching is that it's building connections, trust, and relationships. So that underpins everything that I do. So obviously, then sparkle makes sense. I write a picture book about a mum who loses her sparkling. She goes on an adventure to find it. But Amongst that, we've been building a community of people that resonate with this message. And this is what I love to do. This is what I'm really good at. It's just like, how big does the community get to be? Mm. And can I manage it
0: as it gets bigger? Am I capable of doing that, essentially? And so when we start projecting that far into the future of what am I capable of, we can really trip ourselves up. Do you want to explore this feeling of shrinking fidgetiness to do with starting to be seen more in the power that is Mary?
1: Yeah, because I think that's essentially what it links to. I think this is where it was always going to head.
0: When we were looking last week at the energy of receival, Mm -hmm. that was the same shrinking feeling, the same Mm -hmm. retraction feeling. Yeah, my linking those two things together, it feels like I potentially am that energy of receival is starting to really be highlighted within this space of what am I going to be receiving with putting myself out there more in this sort of space. It's all obviously inter- interlinked. So the more that you lean into and practice receival in the home, with the family, like with other supports like daycare, the more that is going to strengthen that muscle of receiving with sparkle. And so there's definitely those connections there. And Mm -hmm. so I think let's maybe drop into the body and just explore this idea of being seen more, being visible more. Kieran, please don't hate me. You're You're going to go to the toilet, aren't you? I
1: just... i swear i went like three times before i was like no it's not gonna happen this week and i'm sitting here and i'm like it's nervous wheeze oh it's gotta be that i'm keeping this in the podcast you know oh okay you know what do it because other women need to know if they need to it's like coat's normal no judgment give me a second i'll be off you go
0: all right kieran maybe we need to be filling into the energy of your bladder
1: Maybe it's probably a link there, isn't there?
0: Yes. All right, we should be right for the rest of the session. Okay. All right. So closing your eyes down, just starting to really turn online and get present with the experience that you're having with your body in this really present moment. As we start to call upon the discomfort that is being felt around. You putting yourself out there more and being seen. Coming up with these thoughts of, of, am I a fake? Are people going to see through me? people going to fuck with my peace? I don't want to be in the limelight. I have this message that I need to share, but I don't want to have to be up on a pedestal sharing it. I have so much that I want to voice, but I don't know if people are going to receive me the right way. What's going on in your body?
1: Oh, I've curled my legs up. just wanting to go into a ball
0: Mm -hmm. start to get curious if there are any other sensations in specific areas of your body
1: it really seems to be concentrated around my stomach like a fuzzy feeling (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. not the best word to use but just finding it harder to regulate my breath like i it's like i'm taking shorter sharper Mm -hmm. breaths
0: Just stay with that short breath. Don't try to force anything more. And just notice what other experience it's bringing into your body.
1: Finding it a bit hard to talk. Mm -hmm. My mouth doesn't really want to open. Mm
0: -hmm. This idea that your mouth doesn't want to open and that you can't speak. Where is that coming from? Yeah, for someone like
1: me who actually talks a lot, it's almost ironic and, like, really frustrating
0: you mentioned through the week that you wanted to be seen as the whole of who mary is but at the moment you feel like you are meeting yourself somewhere that you're really at an in-between feels a little bit scary so if you want to own the whole of who mary is with that comes meeting her first and foremost, and then the next step to that is actually showing her to the world. So as you're in this space of considering showing up more for Sparkle for these other big things you've got coming up and wanting to be seen for the whole of her areas but not really knowing who that is, how is that all linking in with finding it hard to use your voice, to regulate your breath, wanting to shrink? What else comes up for you with that? Like I can't have both. Can't have both of? Like if
1: if I really want people to see who I am, then I also have to be more vocal about that. There probably is an element of not wanting to get it wrong. Fail is like a funny thing for me. Like I think I'm okay with it. But I'm used to getting a lot of things right.
0: The sense that I'm getting is that there's a lot of pressure for you to know who you are because you have such a big connection to the Mary that is loud. That is the life of the party you you bring her into the space so often but also that there is this other part that you're not familiar with and that's messy shaky ground meeting her what's coming up for you as i share that reflection
1: yeah i think that mary is very deep and probably misunderstood in that or not misunderstood just finds it hard to have people that understand the way that i think about the world i guess
0: I would love to just kind of play a little bit more in this body space as we start to kind of explore this concept a little bit more of these differences between the loud Mary who knows exactly what she wants to say and is the life of the party, can have conversations with anyone anywhere versus this Mary that perhaps feels misunderstood or yet to be uncovered or yet to be given the space, the limelight.
1: It's like an icky kind of, feeling of like i can see the i can see the bigger picture it's like
0: i'm just getting in my own way when you mentioned fidgetiness before you mentioned these feelings of being embarrassed as well embarrassed and fidgety at the thought of being seen do you feel like there is part of you that has to come with this shedding of there's parts of me that i have to let go of and i don't know if the people that i love or that i know love me are going to get this new mary
1: Oh, I can almost guarantee some won't. Mm-hmm. Am I worrying about what people think? Possibly. Will I be misunderstood? Possibly. Does it matter? Maybe not. Perhaps consciously it might not matter. That's the thing. <laughs> I think I could rationalise it up here, but the body's telling me something different.
0: Yeah, because with your words, you wanted to run. You wanted to shut off at the thought of being seen during the week. There was a running element there, which means that your body doesn't feel safe to be seen, that fear response being triggered. What are you running from? I feel like
1: sometimes I really curated my life in a certain way. Mm -hmm. I really painted it the way that I thought it was meant to look. And I think a lot of people know me that way and i feel stuck sometimes trying to like pull some elements from then that i still want to be a part of or that are actually a part of me but then all this new stuff it doesn't make as much sense to people that would have known me for a long time Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and there's a real discomfort in trying to explain where i'm coming from sometimes to people that really just do not get it and like not in a bad way, not everybody's just supposed to get me or whatever, but just not getting it at all and not properly sort of seeing me. And then maybe that repels me a little bit and I think, well, if people I know and I'm very close with or whatever can't see it, well, how is anybody else going to it?
0: It's almost like there's this fear that the reinvention of yourself isn't going to meet up with that curated version of the past.
1: Yeah. And trying to marry those two lives sort of together, yeah, it just feels so uncomfortable. I'm still just kind of tucked up. It's like I'm just closing myself off.
0: So just as you're ready, slowly coming back and just whenever you're ready, blinking those eyes open. There's not necessarily any need this session to drop into energy space to get more awareness because I think we've uncovered a lot of awareness that is going to serve moving forward for this next couple of weeks. It didn't really feel necessary at this point to pull that through line that we've been exploring in Mary's Wobbles in Who Is This New Mary and take that into energy space. It didn't really feel like that was going to give us any more depth of understanding of what's going on here. But what I felt was important is starting to work with Mary's physical body knowing that this shrinking feeling has really taken over the last couple of weeks and that there's multiple stories and through lines linked in with this shrinking feeling it felt more important to start cracking open that feeling through working with the physical body this is just another way to work with energy And so in some sessions dropping into the energy space to get more self-awareness is a really important first step however we have a lot of awareness around what's going on for mary and so we don't necessarily need any more information right now in the same sort of way at the beginning of the session i spoke about tapping into information from a different access point We now wanna be working with the energy from a different access point. I really felt it would be so much more powerful to give some tools around the physical transmutation of this feeling. I think what actually might really support you is working with your body and opening it up, like physically opening it up. So I'm talking about things like laying with your legs in butterfly pose, on the floor and something that i like to do with that as well is i'll either get a pillow or roll up a towel and put it in between my shoulder blades so like my my chest and shoulders are opening up around that thing in between my shoulder blades and my legs are in butterfly pose so thinking about how can i physically open my body right now because when we feel that fear or that shrinking and we will often physically shrink our body to fit that it just keeps us in that state of feeling really small and really contained whereas we want to start to find safety in physically opening up so that that soul our energy has that chance of opening up as well and it always starts with that physical body i'm really really curious to get more kind of verbiage and language around where you're meeting yourself at the minute and, and who this, in inverted commas, new Mary is that you're moving towards. Because I think if you're able to start understanding that more within yourself, other people's discomfort won't mean shit because you are going to be so firm in what you believe, what you know, what your truth is, that no one will be able to fuck with your peace. And at the minute, I think there is this fear that people will be able to do that Because you're in this rocky ground of I don't really know who I am at the minute. It's forming. There's parts of it there, but I'm not sure and I feel unstable in that. Does that resonate? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all of it. I think because we've been
1: touching on this for the past two weeks as well, like there was literally a a vox I sent to you that I I started whispering when I was talking Mm -hmm. about something and I got really frustrated by that and even feeling my body physically retract I was just like what what is going on with that and then I was just thinking about the fact that I've probably been doing that for so long and just lacked any awareness around that that shallow breathing that you know and that would probably for me then manifest into you know that anger that we've talked about and that would just go boom but it's like it's my body's actually talking to me it's probably been talking to me for so long it just I mean it's hard because we're never taught these things to actually tune in enough yeah just wish I was somehow given some more guidance at some point to understand how linked it all is you know like I can't actually rationalize and brain my way out of everything it's just not possible (laughs) and that's really something to get your head around
0: the beauty is is that you're learning it now so at least like 70 year old Mary doesn't look back and go why didn't someone
1: tell me this earlier 70 year old Mary is that (laughs) matriarch wisdom grandma (laughs) seeing in that library (laughs) And she's not going to have this shit going on because it's already worked out. That's right.
0: (laughs) She knows who the fuck she is Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you've done the work because you've sat with the uncomfortable because you've lived in the wobbles and you've moved through. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A lot to unpack in the next couple of weeks, I think.
0: The crux of what we're really talking about here is this changing, evolving, transforming personal identity that Mary is starting to grapple with. Throughout matrescence, we are thrown into a world where so much of our lives, our values, our perceptions, our priorities shift and change. And with that comes this change in our identity, things that felt like they used to fit no longer do, things that we saw for our life no longer feel like things that we want to work towards our priorities shift the things we want to talk about change and so with that can come a real wobbly messy middle of I don't know who I am but I know it's not who I was matrescence really provides a fertile ground for starting to delve in and explore this for yourself on such a deep level our brains are in a really malleable state, which means that we can shift and change and grow and evolve at a really rapid rate, just the same as we do in adolescence. So although it might feel wobbly because it's unknown and it's unusual and you weren't really prepared for it, you're actually in a really prime time to be prioritizing the exploration of who you are now in this season of motherhood. I have previously shared an episode on five tips to help you navigate the identity shift in matrescence. So in that episode, I talk about a lot of the common reasons why we feel so disconnected from our identity. And I give you five really practical and easy, tips and tools that you can use as you start to explore this for yourself. So I will link that episode in the show notes. So go and have a listen. If it's time for you to start prioritizing your own exploration with who am I now in this new season of life? Would you like to start unpacking a little bit of who this new Mary is, what her values are, what lights her up, that kind of stuff in in this call now? We can bounce off each other, or would you rather me send through a bunch of questions like that you might be able to journal on, or just set it into the field? The intention's there to have this start to come through because there needs to be like some action here to be like I'm going to start to understand myself, and it doesn't have to be putting parameters around it or fixing it in. It's just starting to help those wobbles by you getting more language around it and and more of that feeling of yes, like that is a yes in my body. So do you want to start to voice it, which might feel hard right now because I know that your voice is feeling restricted?
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. At one point I could barely open my mouth, Kieran. I was like, and you had asked and I knew you were waiting for a response and I thought somebody had clamped my mouth shut. It was a mm. firm, and then it was like a real croaky. Ugh, just give my throat a little massage there. Yeah. Um, well, what do you think? I don't know. We we can tease a few things out now, but I don't know if I want to sit with it through Voxer and
0: play there. I'm not sure. Okay, so let's just get like something to get you started. Yeah. Okay. Good because idea. I know we'll tease this out more. So you mentioned that there are people in your life. <laughs> That it's going to feel really uncomfortable to have these conversations with around this, you know, evolving Mary. Are there things that come up for you when you think about what is going to be the biggest thing that is going to cause that discomfort that those people might not understand? So I'll give you an example. For me, with my journey of who I am in this life, it was always around that spirituality piece. Because I had a lot of judgments around spirituality, seeing it as weird, seeing it as woo woo. And so I thought, now people are going to have those thoughts about me. So that was a really big place of discomfort for me. So is there somewhere like that, you know, like a big overarching concept idea view that you think people are just not going to get this. or that feels like the biggest discomfort for me to have to try and explain to people. I guess in my circles,
1: it's like money is very important. Wealth being money, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Like money forms a part of wealth, but that is only a small part. I mean, your health is your wealth as well. Good health, good company and laughter and actually care. These are all things that factor into what wealth actually is. Money is only a means to that, you know, like it's it's not the be-all and end-all. I've had people joke about Sparkle and they're like, oh, you're going to sell like a million copies and, you know, make so much money off it. And I'm like, okay, that would be great, sure, whatever, but that's not the basis of why that project has come to life. So maybe it's that. To be productive you have to be making money and you have to be doing it this way and this is the only way and I just see different possibilities I guess it doesn't make sense to some people that I know
0: I think it would be quite powerful for you to expand on that concept of what is wealth to you and what is success to you I've played around with this before Uh
1: and (laughs) yeah well I mean (laughs) it's not the fancy car and the big house and this for me it's just got nothing to do with that it's quality of relationships It's quality of my health and if I'm regulated and my nervous system feels safe, so then that goes out to my family and Mm -hmm. this is what wealth is to me. And this is why I've said the don't fuck with my peace thing (laughs) because me being and feeling at peace is a form of wealth that makes me wealthy to feel at peace with myself. Like, I don't know if this just makes sense to
0: me and I'm not making sense to anybody else, but this is just how I view things, I guess. It's great that you've got this idea about how you view things. I think it's definitely going to be a fun little space to play in, in terms of let's start getting your body like physically open to start prepping it for this idea of mm-hmm. being able to be seen more, being open to receival, starting to use your voice. You might even want to bring in some meditations that use mantras or chanting as well. You can get heaps on Insight Timer if you don't use that. But just starting to use your voice in a really intentional way while we're thinking about and connecting with this idea of openness as we play around with this idea of we're in the wobbles right now of, you know, who is Mary and she wants to be seen in her fullness but she's not really quite sure who that is at the minute. And, you know, that's actually part of the beauty of it as well in mm. that being able to know that and identify that and speak to that is all part of who you are.
1: Yeah, I guess what I would really love is that just I can just own it soon. You know, like I get snippets of it and I it feels good like when I – become really active with the sparkles of that stuff feels good but then i pull myself away from it or i then retract again and maybe it's like that it's almost like labor you know when like you've got to let the head crown a bit and come back in and then crown a bit and like come back in and yes perhaps that's just where i'm at so yeah crowned like a couple of times come back in and i just need to get comfortable with that push constantly i guess until it's just me because it is just me this is the other thing too like I work very much in integrity I've said this before what you see is what you get yeah and when you said about getting it wrong sometimes maybe that does play on me of I like am I actually in integrity am I saying it but I'm not actually actioning that but no you know you're in integrity yeah yeah see this is a thing I don't need to like I don't need to question that I know that everything I stand for is is me it's just me (laughs) Like I don't have to put bells and whistles on it. I don't have to do any of that. It's just who I am. But, yeah, trying to get that out in a really meaningful way, yeah, I guess that's just what I'm trying to bridge. Yeah, I think
0: once we get that feeling more settled in your own body, that will just emanate out without you necessarily having to know exactly who you need to speak to, what language you need, all of that stuff, like that will slowly take care of itself as you become more settled internally with it. I would really encourage you over the next couple of weeks that when you start, because I know that you're really like in tune with your body right now, like your body is really online. When you start to feel that shrinking feeling happen, that's when you want to start opening yeah. up even if it's just literally like opening up and like stretching your arms behind you yeah I remember when I first the first time I did a, a rage release so for me safety is, is the same it's that shrinking curling feeling and I was feeling so angry and I put the music on to do my rage release and instinctively without me doing anything it was like my body just kind of took over it went down onto the floor I kneeled on the floor and then I crawled into the fetal position And I was like, Mm. huh, interesting. And I just allowed myself to stay there for a little minute, just really noticing like, My body feels so unsafe and uncomfortable with this rage release right now that I want to do to actually get rid of this rage out of my body, that it has just taken over and put me into that position. And so our body has that ability to kind of take over and try and keep us in that space of safety. So the first step is just acknowledging and and having that awareness that my body's taken over right now because it's trying to keep me safe. As I move and push those boundaries and work towards that growth, my body's going to go back into that automatic response of safety but you know that in in the space that you're in in your home you know you are safe to express how you want to so that's a really nice place just to be practicing this openness
1: yeah that feels good as you're saying it so yeah that's what I'll play around with yeah it's that rewiring it's just that rewiring it's really fascinating to see how it plays out it's not the first time I've said it when we've spoken it's all just yeah the brain side of me loves it all because yeah. I can understand it. But then to actually <laughs> have things happening to me and noticing it and then trying to change it, I guess, in myself, you know, that's, that's where it's trickier. Sometimes I just think ignorance is bliss, you know. It'd be nice just to go, oh, I don't actually know any of this stuff. I don't, you know, I'm not paying any attention. I'm just going to shut it all off. But I know this does not work and it's just not a sustainable pathway for the rest of your life. Yeah. But okay, I'll play around with that.
0: And I'm going to send you a bunch of questions just to think about, journal on if you can, like actually writing it down because we know that you can spiral in your head. I mean, you, everybody, but yes, like you want to get out of your head, get it onto paper. And if you can, if you've got the spaciousness to write, that's what I would really encourage and recommend. But yeah, have a play around and see what comes up with some questions to deepen into this. And we'll start looking at those values and seeing how we can bring more of that in to make sure that you're feeling really congruent internally with Mm. how you're showing up. Yeah. So it matches, I guess,
1: or lines, whichever word we want to use.
0: Yeah. And it's okay to have parts of you that show up more with one circle of friends or, you know, with certain family members to another. That doesn't mean that you're not being you or that you're not being authentic or not being in integrity just means that there's different people that you interact with in different ways and those people get to nurture those specific parts of you and that's okay too yeah that's okay too thanks kieran another thing just on the as we kind of finish up if you start to feel that fidgetiness you might want to shake it out just start to move that energy as well so just start Mm -hmm. to notice like what you're feeling in your body and then just allow that energy to be moved through and out rather than just like sitting there really small and just fiddling with your fingers like really just shake it out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that might help you just move through that uncomfortable fidgetiness and then bring in some of that openness as well okay
1: perfect feeling good all right somewhere to head to yes yeah. i am i am feeling
0: good we got some steps thanks.
1: forward perfect all right thanks kieran
0: enjoy your evening i'll chat to you in the boxy thank you for tuning in to this coaching session with mary mama I so appreciate being able to be in your ears. Please don't forget to hit follow on the podcast app that you are listening to and come and let me know how you found this session by reaching out on Instagram at Kieran underscore Lee. You will also find a link in the show notes to schedule a free 30-minute connection call with me if you are considering being supported by me as your coach and mentor. Until next time, mama, see you later.